guys, welcome back for another Thursday of Raising Serotonin. And it's December, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Not, I'm not sure yet. Hey, Soph. Hey, hey, Soph, how do you feel about December? Well, you know, it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> many- <laughs> Thank you. You just raised my serotonin. That was it. That's the episode, guys. Bye. See you next week. See ya. Well, welcome. That was the best intro you could have ever given yourself. That described every which way you are as a person. I love you. I'm unfortunately not a singer, but Um, I dabble. Who are you? Who are Um, you? Hi, everyone. My name is Sophia Cassiopo, and I am the host of overcaffeinated the podcast uh i never really introduced myself as a podcast host but sammy is my first podcast friend and i'm her first podcast friend and so it's just it'd be like that yep and here we are a year later almost almost a year almost a year later together and i don't know why it's taking us this long to have this conversation but i am blessed to have you on so thank you so much for being here time. because we've got some some deep things to talk about today it's been a topic that i've been wanting to talk about because soph and i have had some conversations about this like via text via zoom or facetime zoom we don't yeah. zoom snapchat you know because she lives um across the across the country from me because <laughs> she is my internet friend i do love her very much so though the best internet friend, you at Tana, at self, you guys, my, my peeps. Um, internet friends are cool. They're not scary. No. And we fortunately didn't catfish, catfish each other either, so. Could you, oh, ew, could you imagine? I'm so thankful. Well, I don't know. Don't you think that could happen? Totally that could have happened. I don't, I'm just thankful it didn't. I brought Soph on today's episode to talk to you guys about the importance of having good and true friends and how to keep them in your life and when to get rid of them and just, just an overall like a true friend because I personally feel like Soph is a true friend for me and she's always a true friend to all of her friends. Maybe if your friends don't treat you the best way, Soph and I are going to break it down for you on how to, yeah. how to live a good life with your friends and boundaries and just that type of stuff. This could be with like friends, family, relationships. This could be like yeah. really in any aspect, like the things I'm saying, because you don't have those boundaries with people. Like that's where things get a little fishy, you know, like, and that's where it's like a job, like your job description, that's what you're going to be doing. Like your boss outlines things for you. And if it's, there's not an expectation there, like how much you're getting paid, like you're not, they're not going to tell you X amount and then pay you less. Like, obviously that's going to be an issue. It's kind of like with friends, like you expect a certain thing. And if you don't get that, then you're disappointed, you know? Do you have certain boundaries with certain people that you can think of right now? Or like, why were you bringing that specifically up? I think I just like kind of think of that in a certain way. For example, like all my roommates, they're my best friends but they're also my roommates. Yeah, like it can be really hard. And the reason we all chose to live together is because we all lived together in our sorority house and it worked out like pretty well. And like, we really liked it. There was a little bit less responsibility there um, just because like in the sorority house, like things are just a little bit more different. When you live with anyone, like you have to be accountable of like chores and this and that and whatever. And that's just like an example of like 
this is the level of like accountability on a roommate standard and like that would be like for anyone for anything like my roommates that I lived with in like the dorms and stuff too like that's how it was like that's what you have to do to be Good respected okay, like right um, but with friends it's even harder sometimes because you don't yeah want because there isn't necessarily that fine line of like whatever like one thing that I always like struggle with which is like super random but it's just something I feel like I struggle with with like friends and stuff owing each other money or paying each other back from things and if you don't do it right away then it's like did my window go out the door yeah like you know and like it's just always like a weird sticky situation because everyone is in different places in their life not everybody's working all the time or if they are it's not like it's of the same capacity and whatever so like there's definitely like different sensitive things there but like that's just what I meant by like holding people to the boundaries and a certain standard because yeah it's like interacting with an adult versus like a child like you're going to use a different dialect with each person because you're not going to talk to a child like you're talking to a kid and you shouldn't talk to your friend or your loved one like they're your worst enemy (laughs) you are so (laughs) right it's me and seven other girls seven other girls and I'm also an only child Okay, so how did that? Okay, oh, okay. So let's talk about you being an only child and you making friends. Let's just not okay. even like as a child, like you as a child, like you <laughs> just in general. Yeah, but no, talking about like college, like and living with someone, like it was just always you and your parents. Like that was it. Like you didn't have yeah. a sibling to like have to exactly. Like, I never shared a room. I never like, like had worked that kind around. Of thing. So how so, did you manage that going into college and? going into your senior year I go to Marquette University in Wisconsin um I was on like one of the, on like the Facebook page like before I met this girl we got along very well um we said we were going to be roommates and then we got put into a quad with two other girls so we didn't know them so it was like us two and then another random two so okay. like freshman year I didn't even so it was like half I chose half was like random which was like totally interesting And I expected to live with one girl and then I ended up living with four. So like that was totally a whole different ball game. Something about being an only child. I don't know if all only children experience this, but I, I'm an old soul. Mm -hmm. I just, I think because I always like was around adults, like very often all of my cousins are significantly older than me. Like all my cousins have children of their own and are married. So like Mm -hmm. that's that significant, but like, at least 10 years older than me so having that age range and like that gap I just always like felt older like sometimes I'm like okay you need to be a kid you know um and so like I like lacked that sometimes so living with more people was definitely a struggle and then I actually didn't even live with any of the girls that I lived with freshman year I lived with um my friend Sophie her and I both our roommate situations fell through it was like this whole cluster it was just horrible it was just like literally horrible and we're both like in our psychology class that I despised because my teacher I didn't understand a thing because he didn't really teach he said just do the homework and but it wasn't like it was due it was like this whole weird thing anyway so we're both like texting on our laptops aggressively like trying to figure out our roommate situation then we both like were reading because we were like aggressively typing and but like not notes so it was just like funny to us and we both looked over and we're like reading it and then we were like why don't we just live together and then like that's where like things shifted for me like not that it was hard for me to meet friends freshman year because I met like some of 
like the best friends I've ever had freshman year like literally the first week of college but um like living wise like living with Sophie like I believe I strongly believe everything happens for a reason all the people that come into your life come in and it might not be for a long period of time but like they come in to like teach you something if they don't stay a long time and if they do like you're you're supposed to do things with them to like learn these certain things um and like me and Sophie we had a mutual like we both had mutual friends we had class freshman year and then we had um we had class like both semesters freshman year and then we just clicked and then it was just like easy money after that but then the next year we lived in our sorority houses and we didn't live in the same sorority so like I didn't live with her and then that's when I started to live with all my sorority friends which is who I live with now and so it's me and seven other girls which you would think would be heinous but honestly like I'm actually very happy that everything worked out how it did especially with COVID because COVID has definitely shown who your true friends are and like who really cares about you and who checks in on you and all that sorts of good stuff and that's why I love Sammy even though she's an internet friend like she always checks in on me I check in on her we check in on Tana we have our little group chat we were just recording my podcast and we were talking about how like if I am like hey y'all happy Tuesday like how's it going there's rare occurrences that we're all like jiving at the same time like yes we do but like everyone's got a different thing but like for some reason naturally we all just know like I just get this weird sense that like someone might be a little off got to check in on them and then you but you do the same thing every time you are like hey guys how's it going or like Tana does it either me or you someone one of us is off someone has to talk someone yeah. needs some just some girl time some one-on-one and just to like just let some things out that we've been holding in or just need some advice on things that maybe someone else like couldn't give us the best advice on, but I just feel like Tana and Soph and I, like our group chat is, no, that's friendship. It's definitely <laughs> a safe space. space. person needs that and it doesn't have to be their best friends either. Like it's nice yeah. to have you guys as like, like an unbiased opinion. That's what I want to say. Opinion. Yes. So like with that being said, like what is your, like your must in your friends right now? I don't know. I just like knew how to like be around people in like a living situation versus like your living situation but like now and I just I just like guess now like what are your must in your friendships like what is your what's your ideal friend so like if I were to make a new friend like what are your friends now have that like you love that's a good um that's a good quality in in a friend that like everyone should have I would say like my friends definitely are like people that like we we keep each other updated like if everyone doesn't know what's going on like I gotta keep you updated with my life and like I'm good about doing that but like sometimes some of my friends aren't good about doing it for themselves but like they check in on me so I have to be accountable to check in on them too which I feel like is really important and it doesn't even have to be in like a like a sanity level but even just like with school like I know every single one of my friends schedules I'm like, oh, yeah, you just came back from, like, clinical, or you have clinical on this day, you have sim on this day, like, I don't even know what any of that means, because I'm not a nurse, and I live with a bunch of nurses, yeah, because, like, if I want to, like, hang out with you, I need to know what's, what's the dealio, you know what I mean, being close, like, being close to people, like, I'm one of those people that likes to know about people's families, and, like, get to know them, because, like, my friends, for me, is, like, 
my family. Me too, sis. And you're because like not having siblings, like it's like I have seven sisters that I live with. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't. So it's like for me that fills not void, but like that fills that part of someone's upbringing. And it's funny because I go to like I'm I've heard not from my own experience, but like how people go to like one brother or sister for one thing and then another one for another thing like in their life. That's how it is with my friends. Like I'll go to one about boy drama and then I'll go to another one about like family stuff. And then another one about like work or school, like everyone understands different things. And I don't expect everyone to understand everything, but if I can have a group of people that can deal with all the different things I have to deal with, like that's like super important. That's how I feel like my friends are friends that are far away. Um, I actually did a podcast about this, about like surviving like long distance, like friendships. Your, um, your Rome friend. Yeah. My um, friend that I met abroad when I studied abroad, she lives in California and I live in, um, I go back and forth between uh, Wisconsin and Chicago. And so like, she does not live close to me. We have the two hour time difference. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're up at night or like in the morning, like sleeping or whatever. And so managing that and like her and I, yeah, I was with her for two months abroad. And then I just saw her for the first time after seven and a half months for my birthday. And then like, God knows when I'll see her next, you know, but like we call each other every single day. Yeah. When you grow up, you go to school with people. So like you see people every day, but like, I've never had a friend that I've called every single day or like, made they know like literally every little nuance of everything and like I don't know I just think that's like so nice to like have yeah like it's just like really important to me you don't have to physically be with the person for them to like mean something to you or give back to you you know I totally agree I literally we are prime examples of that exactly we've never even met in person and honestly that doesn't like bug me I mean like yes I would love to like see you but like it's (laughs) not like I'm like it's not like I'm like, oh, I can't tell her like X, Y, and Z. Like I don't, you I know, like you know a lot about my life. That not that you shouldn't know, but like it's something that like my friends that are in PA or New Jersey do know about me, not my friend who lives in Wisconsin. But like obviously right. that doesn't matter to me. And I think sometimes I feel like our friendship can be even like stronger because we don't see each other all the time. So I feel like distance is, like, also can be a good thing. Like, maybe not for, like, relationships, but, like, for family and friendships. That is something, like, it's not something to be so negative about. Like, oh, yeah, I miss them. I want to be with them. Yeah, when you did see her seven months later, it was probably, like, the best birthday ever. Like, best birthday ever. No, literally. And, like, even, like, you said, like, how it could not be in relationships. And, like, I totally understand that. But I feel like also, to a degree, if you don't, like have that like away time like something that I struggle with is like if I'm like talking with someone and like getting to know them and like trying to date them and whatever I get so like I'm like oh what are you doing now what are you doing but like you don't have to I'm like realizing like I've realized that it's taking me a lot of time I feel like I'm getting more mature but like you don't have to grow know what they're doing every day you know like or like all day every day it doesn't really matter and like Normally, oh that would upset me a lot, like, a I lot. Like, that was something say. I had to, like, get through, like, and you know that, like, yeah. like this summer, it was, like, the worst. Well, now I'm realizing, like, it's okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, we don't talk, like, 24-7, but, like, we, we talk every day, but 
I just know that like if we don't answer like one of each other, it's like we'll always get back to each other. So I think yeah. that's like huge of you to even admit that like you didn't need, like you couldn't do that before. Like you were so like dependent on that answer and conversation between someone. So do you think that like as you got not like older because like you're 22 and like I'm 20. Right. Like it's only been a few months. It's literally just been like a learning experience, like trial and error, honestly. Do you think that? this is like a better way to like maintain friendships or do you think that others are like more similar to how you were prior or like what do you think like I feel like I kind of put that boundary up with my friends I'm like I'm not by the way I'm not always on my phone but if I see your text like I promise I'll get back to you I just wasn't on my phone see and another thing that I had to deal with it's funny that you said that with your friends because I've noticed that even like with my roommates too like, I'll send, be like, oh, did you see what I sent? And they're like, what? Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish I wasn't. I am on my phone constantly. I have an Apple Watch. I haven't worn my Apple Watch since, like, the week after. So since, like, Halloween. So it's been, like, a whole month. Um, and it was getting so toxic because I was, like, literally just, like, looking at my watch, like, constantly. It was, like, getting, like, so bad because it's not like I really work out or anything. So it wasn't like I was tracking anything. It was literally just for my notifications. I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, I need to, like, take a break. Like, I love my Apple Watch to death, but, like, I just, like, needed to take a break. I'm like, I'm sitting in my house. I don't need to have that on my wrist, you know? Yeah, if you were Um, on campus, I totally get why you would want it. Right. Going in class and not being able to be on my phone in most of my classes, like, it is nice to know, like, if someone's calling or whatever. A few of my roommates just, like, aren't super good about, like, checking their phones and whatever. And then, like, once I realized that, like, other people just, like, it was just, like, it kept adding because, like, it was ruining, like, these relationships I was trying to have I'm like do you hate me like oh my god like you're not answering no bro like I have stuff going on like you know what I mean and I have stuff going on but get distracted but you came to the realization that it's not you we promise it's not you it's yeah. like okay we're just not like I totally get it like I'm on my phone or there's just often. some people that just they're not snapchatters they're not texters they're not like they're they're not consumed by their phone but when you hang out with them they give you their full undivided attention and you have such a great time. But you got to know. Like, if you don't know, then you think they're ignoring. Because then, for the people that are on their phone all the time, but then they ignore you, then that's when you. That's when I get upset. Because okay. that's, like, a whole yeah. different ballgame. Like, yeah, you know? that's so fair. When do you think that, like, relationships or friendships, I should say we don't have to even get into relationships, but friendships become toxic? in that if like you're saying like oh like I don't want them to like ignore me or like not like me like versus them not being on their phone versus like them actually just like being like not a good friend or that's like yeah. where does that um, come in for you when like when you were asking me that like the thing I immediately thought of is like when people when you like do that and then they just like don't respond because they're like not that person and like whatever they never follow up with you it's like do you not care or like do you I'm trying to like talk to you like give me a little bit like give me an ounce of your time I'm asking for five minutes but then when they want to come to you it's like oh you I gotta drop everything sorry I give you your space you gotta give me mine like and then there's like that that's where like I don't like that okay that's fair do you have anything else or is that like really like a mean thing for you that's like the that's like the one thing I thought of when if you're if we're on like the you just thought of like communicating Mutual, yeah. equal friendships, you should, it should be a double-sided. I'm a big communicator. If you don't, com- also another thing I don't like, if you don't communicate, like if you're upset with me, 
I need to know because then I just, you might not be upset with me. And then I'm just thinking that you're upset with me the whole time, but don't turn off. You can't just like turn off. And then I'm like, uh, hello, like, are you mad at me? And it's like, no, I'm stressed out about something else. Please communicate to me that you're stressed out about something else or like you have a lot going on and you're not going to talk to me for the day instead of ghosting me or ignoring me or making me feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, awesome. Cause that's happened with a lot of people on a lot of different levels. It's happened with family members. It's happened, happened with in relationships. It's happened with like my good friends, like, and I've had to have that conversation with you, with them. Like, Hey, I love you. And I care about you. Like you need to commute. You might not want to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it, but you need to tell me, it's not me and that you're having a rough day and we're just not going to talk today. And I'm like, cool, cool. That's it. That's Tomorrow's going to be a better day, you know? Right. But like, if you don't do that, then like, <laughs> it's going to get a little dicey. So I feel like the biggest takeaway that we can give for like friendship is just communication. That's it. In anything. And with well, friendship, yeah. with family, relationships, relationships, family, work, like everything thing you you need to lay it out on the table because you will get disappointed also one thing that I learned this summer in a way that I never thought I would but don't expect things from people which like sounds kind of negative you might think like don't have like these high expectations but if you don't expect someone to do something you you have a less of a chance to get upset if you if you invite someone to something don't expect that they're going to come. Don't expect that they're going to bring a gift. Don't expect they're going to be in whatever time, whatever, what in whatever fashion. But when they do, I guarantee you, everyone, I guarantee you, you will, your it will be fulfilled because every time you set that expectation, you will get upset. Whether it's texting or trying to get closure from a friend that you broke things off with. You're going to have an expectation regardless of how they're going to respond, if they're going to respond, when they're going to respond. You're going to get upset either way. So like in that situation, that could go with the next friend, a family member you're fighting with, a a friend. Just sometimes it's just better to just let it be, you know, because because you might think that there's something wrong, but they might not think that there's something wrong. And that's a whole nother thing that like you'd have to deal with, but it's almost better to just do it that like in person, because I feel like the power of the phone and the internet and like how you can see if people are online and not online where they are. And it's so toxic. It's so toxic being able to let go and unplug. It was a few weeks ago. I had to, like, I saw something on the internet that I, that just like really, really, really made me upset. Only thing I could do to make myself like, not upset. keep looking at it looking at it and get upset is I immediately turn off my phone mm-hmm. turned it off and I never do that because I, I always have to sleep with my phone on because I'm like weird about that turned it off all night woke up let a little cry out because you gotta sometimes you know just it makes you feel better yep went to get my nails done I felt a thousand times better once you just like let it go but like all night I would have been on my phone like re-looking at like this one thing for and over and over again and that's so messed up it was one of my friends that like you would think is your friend and like why would I get upset about that or like why would I be able to ask that there's just certain things like that grind your gears and it's okay <laughs> like sobbing and like upset I was more just like frustrated because I was like what is this what's going on I don't like this but then I 
journaled. I journaled. I've been really, really into that. Um, I journal every night. I write my top like five positive things um, of the day. It could be the littlest things. It could be that you found something that you lost. It could be that you had like your favorite pizza. It could be that you podcasted with your best friend. Like it could literally be anything, but literally it takes literally less than five minutes. It should take less than five minutes to write down the five best things. You don't have to, I have a journal, but you don't have to have a journal. You could do it on your phone, do it on your computer. Could do it in your head. You could literally just say them to yourself too. Yeah, that's a good and it's just like a really nice way to like end the day positively. And then you're thinking about all the cool stuff that you did, and then you go to bed and you're like, you thinking happy thoughts. Thankful. You wake up to be alive. You wake yeah. up to wanting to be the best version of you because that's what we do here on Rising Serotonin. So yeah. Where can my peeps find you? Okay, you can find me um, on Instagram at overcaffeinatedpod. Um, my personal Instagram is at uh, S-O-F-E-E-A-6, Sophia6, but that's not how you spell my name. It's really confusing. Don't need to tell the embarrassing story about that. My TikTok is the same, and I just dropped some cool overcaffeinated yeah. merch, which is on both of those accounts, the link in bio. It's super cute. If you love iced coffee as much as I do, um, I think you're going to enjoy it. So, Guys, yeah. You have to check Sophia's TikTok out if you are a <laughs> Bachelor fan. That's all I'm saying. That's all yeah. I'm saying. If you're as sick of the Bachelor season as this Bachelorette season as I am, um, you'll understand why I just do like 60-second t- recaps. And I'm just so happy that Sammy loves these so much because I honestly do them for her because she needs to stay updated, even though like the season is, in my opinion, such a waste of everyone's time. So if you would rather not waste two hours of your time and only watch 60 seconds, uh, check out my TikTok at S-O-F-E-E-A-6. I have my bachelorette recaps on there. I'm also doing, instead of vlogmas, dancemas. So if you want to duet me and do some dancing with me i will be i would love that we're doing it because christmas time is here guys it's december we're making december the best month ever last 2020 so on in march it'll be a year of us knowing each other so that's wild but i love you thank you for coming on the pod and i will thank you for having me i will catch you guys next week